Hello. Welcome to part two of the Wednesday Night War here on Off the Top Road Podcast. Shizlansky, Uncle Fats here. Deuce more likely is coming back and uh, whatever he actually finds the link to it. Uh-huh. As we talk about um, the happened last night. Um, last night opener, we did an earlier segment video footage of Cameron Grimes um, attacked um, Damian Priest outside of the performance said his car has a weapon. Because the first match, Cameron Grimes versus Damian Priest. Cameron Grimes actually gets the W out. But before he does, he cuts the promo on Damian Priest not being here. So he deserves a win by forfeit. But so we see Damian Priest fights his way back and uh, gets into the ring. The five minute bout. He hits the cave in. One, two, three. <laughs> Cameron Grimes as a heel is getting, is getting W's now. He beats Finn. One time, and then now he beats Damian Priest, which I'm guessing right now they're treating it as a heel. I don't understand this right now, but um, I'm I'm still conflicted on that. Um, two point seventy five stars for that, only because it was a decent match. Didn't 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 expect that to really come out. I expected Damian Priest to win it, but um, you know they really sell the injuries now more more than what it did before. But, um. All I got to say about that it was just an opening filler match. Five minutes wasn't like the AEW show. Five minutes worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of feel like they're branching off of fucking AEW right now. Um, so I'm gonna give this a two and a half. Um, it was a good, decent match. Um, you know, despite the the injuries and the the incident in the beginning, you know. Kind of a, a a weird way to start off NXT, um, but you know I kind of see where they're going with it. Um, but it, it's I don't think they're gonna make him a heel. I think he's gonna be like a neutral heel slash babyface um, until they can figure out what they're going to do. Um, but uh, right person won the match. Um, you know, you get to see the fight Damian Priest, but I mean, come on, he was too banged up anyways. Got fucked up really bad. It was all fucked up, you know. Uh, and just the relentless uh, from, uh, I can't think of it. What's the dude's name? The, um, Damian Priest or Cameron no, Grimes? Cameron Grimes, okay. So the way Grimes was just attacking and focusing on, you know, just Damian Priest, like, you know, Kind of shows his 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 focus. Uh, good good skill set. Um, needs a little bit more work, but I give this match a two two and a half. Uh, solid W, uh, despite the injuries. But um, you know, once Damien gets healed or he's a little bit over fifty percent, uh, this is a rivalry that can blossom into something great and grand for NXT to uh, keep the views going if they plan it right. And if they market it right, um, this is something that can keep NXT going uh, for a little while. So that's my view on the match. Okay. 
Uh, we'll move forward. We'll get earlier footage of Rhea Ripley uh, being asked about the Eagle Shrai being champion until we get Robert Stone tries to uh, fight for her acceptance and try to make his pitch to try to join um, Stone Industries until he gets kicked in the well, before he gets kicked low by Rhea and thrown, in, thrown to the dumpster. So we see Aaliyah come out of nowhere to his aid and toss a smack. And I, I actually heard a slap. And Rhea's like, you know what? You got your wish. I'll see your ass in the ring tonight. Go to the commercial break. Get that, B. Come back from another commercial break via promo. Timothy Dash's School of Wrestling. He demonstrates a submission hole on someone. He teaches his students. I get that A. Because it's trying to, he's like factory making these damn wrestling machines. And I love, and I like where this is going when it comes to his, when it comes to his character. So let's see what happens when he, when he has to get back in the ring and see who's his um, disciples are. Um, you want to talk about those two? Um, so as far as Ripley Rhea, um, I actually like this bird. She actually kind of dope to me. Like for her to be like this tumble, Glamazon type thing, she'll get the fucking business on my end. Uh, nice little slap by Leah. Uh, shout out to the real Leah rest in heaven. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I'm yeah, I don't have nothing to say about the next segment. I I just want to plow with the Leah. I, that's just where I'm at right now. Sorry, I'm just gonna keep it funky with you. <laughs> <laughs> we get another segment. Um, we get another segment after one of um, Undisputed Era and uh, Roger Strong. We're talking to the shrink on uh, the improvement from the depths of Lewis and the tr- and the phobia and fear of being stuffed in the trunk of a car. And come to find out, the shrink was Kyle, Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly the whole damn time. And he conquers his fear, gets in the back of the truck, comes out, shopping with his boys. But then again, he felt he sees him, sees face. He's been a little hesitant towards that, so maybe he's not officially over. Maybe they're trying to force him to get over it, but he's still ain't over it. Um, yeah. And then we get the recap of Drake Maverick and the Santanos and Santos Escobar. Situation that happened last week. Then we get the second match, Santos Escobar with his uh, with his little group versus Jake Atlas. With a nine minute bout, since uh, Santos Escobar gets the dub using the Phantom Driver. I gave it a nice little three point five stars. It was a pretty entertaining cruiserweight match. I I I, I haven't seen um like the, these two worked before, but you know, it was real back and forth until some, you know, timey interruptions uh, happened to come into play. But who, but what else are we not going to see when it comes to these, these type of matches where it's a 301 situation? Um, yeah, it was a great filler match. Nine minutes worth, so they squeeze a lot of shit in nine minutes. Then you can mm-hmm. squeeze it in 20 minutes. Now, imagine if they did get like an extra like five minutes and make it like a 14 minute match. I don't know. Go figure. Only thing that we can. Think it's hope. That's all I gotta say about that. Yeah, I give the match. I give the match a solid three, man. Uh for the cruiserweights, I mean that that was a decent match, despite the little outside uh, shindigs and shenanigans. Um, it was a decent match. Um, high intensity, nice flow of the match. Um, I'm not gonna lie, kind of sucked on NXT. So when I watched it uh, last night, I was actually kind of surprised, but I also 
saw a, a, a spew here and there of AEW into the mix. So I will say that. Um, but I like this match. Uh, hopefully they can keep this whole cruiserweight division going the way that they have it going. Um, just turn up the spice just a little bit. They could turn it up just a little bit more, then they'll be heading in the right direction. Um, it'll give the company something that they can kind of lean on to bring in more views outside of the uh, championship match where we'll get to later on. But I, I, I like that this match. This is a great solid match for me. Uh, for someone who respects cruiserweights and watch the cruiserweight division kind of unfold and come to. This is something that's been missing for a while. Uh, so if this is how you're going to have it, then, then keep this shit up and turn it up a notch. You know, turn these threes into fours and the fours into fives. And you'll be straight. You'll be fine. So I give it a solid three. Right, and then um, we get a re- get the recap of the NXT Tag Team Titles match that happened last week, and then cut the back scene, We get in this year, and Malcolm Bivens requested that interview about the Tag Team Division, but apparently gets distracted by Danny Butch and Oni Larkin, who get involved in their business and they speak in a native um, language. So we're going to see these two more like before that premium soon. Then. Are they supposed to be like the Muslim version of AOP? Something like that. I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, they'll be they'll be a SmackDown in their face against each other. That that's it. That's, 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 that's the new Teddy Long, right? He's supposed to be the new Teddy Long. Play I think so. Player, but more sophisticated and classy. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, then we come back, go to commercial break, come back for commercial break. We get all the recap of the Alco, Keith Lee, Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano hype video Mm. for the winner take all situation. What happens? Mm. Um, Mm. Keith Lee's in the back of the locker room, getting pumped up for his title defense. Go to the third match of the card Casey, Kaden Zaro, and Kaden Carter versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Rodriguez. It is six, seven minutes. Uh, Dakota Kai gets the dub for the team by submission on Casey um KCC. Um, really, Raquel Rodriguez really shined in that match. You see how she almost gave you um almost uh, almost remembrance of China a little bit when it comes to the raw one power one R power slam that she did. And um, but both jobbers had a pretty I mean a pretty good match. It wasn't like no mediocre shit. Like they actually gave it like some offense and. So kudos mm-hmm. to the both of them actually like getting some little bit of shine when it comes to that. And we see Dakota Kai after the match. She's taking shots at Io Shirai after her match. So we might see her mm-hmm. targeting the women's championship match. Three stars. Yeah, I, I like this one. I like this one. I like that. Listen, I don't know what it is. Maybe because I'm a big guy. I like these big bro like girly women who think that they're mainly can still get fucked up. So I like that. Um uh, I had a little thing for China too back then before, I mean, I, you know, before the whole uh, her leaving and heading into the surgery, getting all dolled up and shit. But anyways, here, here's my thing with this match. You got two little midgets going against two tall powerhouses. That's like that's like having Rasheed Wallace and Ben Wallace going against David Robinson and Tim Duncan. 
And it's like, uh, okay, you got short against tall, uh, big against small. But the fight, you know, it was it was a good fight. Who is the chick? What's the chick's name with the braids, bro? Because she's bad as shit, bro. Caden Carter. Yeah, Caden Carter's dope as fuck, bro. Yeah, Sharp I agree. Things, bro. She is a bad little bitch, bro. Oh, my God. Okay. Shout out to Carter. She can get the business. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, as far as as far as the other two, the winners, um, I don't consider this a shot at the WWE. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, at the NXT Women's Title. I see this more as a statement, letting her know that she's coming for it. It's not all. Oh, I'm gonna go through it. It's I'm coming for your title. You either take it or leave it, and that's that. I I like how this is spewing out. Um, you got to switch it up now. It's getting closer and closer to where we're um, getting ready to reopen everything. And if you don't take charge now, it's kind of like you're going to miss that opportunity. So I like how they kind of reintroduce themselves to the women's division. Not as a tag team, but as an entity. Okay, this like this is my sister. Uh, I'm the big sister. That's the little sister. She's going for the title. I'm watching her back. When the time's right, then we're going to see what happens. So I give this shit a solid three and a half. But Carter, mm-hmm. oh, she gets a fucking 10. That's a fucking 10. She got oh, there's your spark. She got the yams, bro. Mm-hmm. She got the yams, bro. Cut the backstage. We get Bronson Reed hyped, uh, get hyped up for his match. Coming back from that commercial break, we get Killian Cross versus Bronson Reed uh, with the five six minute match. Killian Cross gets the W using the cross jacket. Um, this was a heavy hitting match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why does mm-hmm. Bronson Reed reminding me of that old school wrestler Earthquake? I was just about to say that, bro. That's the first thing that I know, and then I told, and then I told Wise when he was here when he watched that match. That he said the same thing. He was like, "Yo, why?" And then he looked at me. He was like, "Yo, you brought that shit back, bro." I'm like, "Yeah, I did, right?" (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I wrote, so I wrote that little note down. Like, yep, he definitely does. And then I kind of wrote that he, but I kind of wrote that that he was your that he was your long lost brother. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Probably was like the light skinned version with curls, bro, because he's like a mixture of earthquake and tugboat. But, yeah, but kudos to Bronson. Um, three stars. I gave that match. It was. It told. It told a lot. I could see this. Like yo, let's see more of this shit. Like yo, heavy yo, heavy hitting me like that, and then if he finally gets a dub, you know what I'm saying? Then let's see what they take off when it comes to this. Don't let this be a one arm. And you got some potential when it comes to these two. Yeah, being be be in that range, bro. You know what I mean? Rival. And then Bronson Reed versus Keith Lee. That would be another one that I would Ooh. love to see. Big-ass, heavy-hitter shit. Reminds me, and that, this will remind me of Brock Lesnar versus Big Show on SmackDown when they did the vertical super off the top and then and then it break the Broke ring. That mm-hmm. shit, this shit could happen when it comes to those two uh, with, uh, with the two heavy-hitters. So, three stars for this match. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, okay? Because I... I'm glad you. I'm glad we got here. Okay, so here's where I'm at with this. This is a major sidebar and something to think about. Wouldn't it be cool to have 
Karrion Cross versus a Lance Archer. Mm. That right there would be a straight, stupid retarded match. That was just my sidebar. Now, mm-hmm. here's my thing with this match. This match, I'm going to give this match a four. I'm all about power and fearlessness. Okay? This dude, Bronson, I've never, now I've never seen Bronson before. I'm, I'm going to admit that. But, man, what I saw last night, I was like, holy shit, dude. If they don't capital, capitalize on Bronson, you know he's coming to AEW. You know he's going to turn up the heat. You know he's going to bring that shit to Byron Cage, Brian Cage, to Lance Archer, to uh, all these guys who, who walk around here, Warlow, all these super heavyweights. He is going to fucking shit. Okay. Now, with Keith Lee, I hate to say this. I'm a huge Keith Lee fan. I've, I've been saying it since I joined the cast that Keith Lee is going to be a problem. It'll be before time that he's going to make his presence known. And I would love to see that match unfold. And that match right there would be a sight for ages. Now, Karrion Cross, he's a he's a sadistic motherfucker. But there should have been some points where he should have literally took some hits. He was taking some real strong hits and it wasn't phasing him. That's some bullshit. Okay? But I get it as part of the character. This is a adrenaline lunch. It was a great, solid match. No interferences. The powerful person won. That's the best thing I can say about this match. The one that was the most, the most thickest and, and, and that could handle the pain, I give it to. But, man, them forearm shots and them right hands, oh, my God, man. I felt them shits in my stomach, bro. I was like, how the fuck are y'all taking this shit? And then the suplexes. Oh, my God. I, I felt like Bronson almost broke his goddamn neck. So I, I, I give the match a four, man. I, I had to. As a big guy, I had to represent and give this shit a four. This was a great match that could turn into a huge rival. Um, once a, 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 a belt is in the picture, I could see this shit to brew into something great and great. So I give it a four. Mm-hmm. Goes to the backstage. You get Adam Colby interview on who he rather face. Uh, when it comes down to it, he, he doesn't care. He's Adam Cole, baby. That's yeah, his, that's a stupid question. As his mind frame is trying to get set on of being a double champion, going to commercial break. I get that. I'd be come back for that commercial break. One second. Bless you. Okay. Um. Yeah, and then we come back for commercial break. We get the fifth match: Rhea Ripley. Excuse me. Versus Aaliyah. Bless you. Robert Stone. Rob doing the missing the match. Robert Stone throws a shoe at Rhea while mm-hmm. she's in the submission hole. She chases him around until eventually Cass and Cal comes out to rips off his clothes. Uh, Aaliyah tries to do a little sneak roll up but fails. Walk into a boot and they get the rip tie for her troubles in four minutes. Rhea Ripley wins. One star for this one. <laughs> Can't get her two shits in his horse, he fucks because it's Rhea that's actually in there. She didn't do anything wrong. She just happened to be in the storyline that just doesn't sue her. But I guess you have to do something to create these little filler rivalries right now until we get to your mm-hmm. main course. 
So that's what I guess we're going to get that for the next few weeks. Um, one star. Yeah. That's all I got to say. One star. <laughs> I'm going to give this shit a half a star. A superstar versus a half a star. A pillow fight, you know, with a little bit of rocks in it. Um, it was just a funny thing to watch. I wasn't really uh, surprised by the outcome. I knew bullshit was going to happen. I just like Ripley Rhea. It's like after she lost to Rick Flair, uh, Charlotte Flair. It's like she's she's been kind of a cutie in my eyes, and uh, I like this whole intensity, uh, nonchalant attitude that she got going on. Uh, but it was a feeling stupid ass match, uh, you know, beating up on a guy and a girl. Uh, you know, it's it's a, I guess it's a, a statement in some ways of where you're at. Um, so I give this a half a star. Not wasting the energy. Go to the backstage, you get Johnny Gargill, getting ready for the match, going back to commercial break, coming back. We get the sixth match with Dexter Loomis versus Roger Strong. Try to get over his fear of Rock. I mean, try to get over his fear of Dexter Loomis, but can't. He rather take a count out within four minutes. And he said, screw this, man. He's so scared shitless of him. And Dexter Lewis then tried to go after on um, Bobby Fish, but then he ended up escaping and running up the ramp and run to the back and say, "Oh, Dexter Lewis left, left by himself on the outside." One point twenty-five stars. Um, don't know where this. I don't know where this is going when it comes to the undisputed era and Dexter Lewis right now. Unless Dexter Lewis is talking everyone, if that was the case, he should have went out to the NXT Championship. But they, but WWE got other plans for him, so let's just see what they do from here. Um, I really got no words to say. I was kind of shocked that they actually had this match, and I still felt like I wasted four minutes of my time, so I can't give it um, like two shits <laughs> of choice for us technically, but it felt like it, but I was being biased of this greatest scale um, for this match. I mean, yes, it went down the corner story, and it's progressing with this until when it's like Roger Strong will finally get over his fear and really start wailing on Dexter Lumis. That's the only thing that I can see it happening. Other than that, it's going to be Bobby Fish is going to be next, then Kyle Riley, then finally who's left? Adam Cole. If you see that timeline, is Adam Cole really going to have the title by that time, or is Keith Lee going to have it? Keith Lee. We don't know. So that's all I'm just that's, – that's, that's just my main concern when it comes to this. Where, where is Dexter Lewis placing when it comes to the NXT roster um, tier and how they're treating it and where they're building to when it comes to his character? That's what I got to say about that. Uh, first of all, I don't know who the fuck this Dexter Lewis dude is. He kind of remind me of the character uh, from Street Fighter. I think his name is Hager, Uh That had like the cat. Uh, the, that's the that's Final thing. Fury that you're thinking of. Is it Final Fury? Yes. Okay, either one. It's a street fighting game. I don't care. Uh, but that's what he kind of reminded me of with that old school barbershop, you know, mustache with the stone look. Uh, is this supposed to be some type of uh, uh, lumberjack uh, deranged individual who just slowly creeps up on you and then he gets in the ring and he slides across the ring like he's a, a, a double amputee and then all of a sudden he stands still like he's just a statue a human mind with no painted face. Like, I get it. It's supposed to be like a new version of of, of the dark side, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it's got strong, all, all bewildered and fucked up mentally. You can't focus. You can't do anything right. 
And then, you know, you see the count out and then you see him slide over and try to grab old boy, put him in the clutch before dude just weathered his ways out. Um, I don't know where this is going. I'm not giving this shit a grade. This is a huge, huge, huge question mark because they need to figure this shit out. Um, so, yeah, you get a question mark for me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, so, yeah, that's all I got for this this segment. Cuts the backstage. We get Robert Stone and Aaliyah face Simon William Regal on the rematch with Rhea Ripley. Regal encourages Stone to get in the ring and wrestle for himself. He was hesitant at first, but then eventually he agrees on one condition that if they win, then Rhea has to join Stone Industries. Rhea comes out of nowhere and says, "You know what? I, you know, I, you know, I." She actually agreed to the match for uh, for it to be next week. And passes in the back and walks away, going to commercial break. Um, Jesus, we're really going to get that continuation. I hope and pray that Rhea actually don't lose now. <laughs> uh, coming back from for commercial break, we get the main event, the NXT North American Championship. And yes. a triple threat, Johnny Gargano versus Finn Balor versus the defending champion Keith Lee. But it's this beautiful 12-minute bout. Keith Lee retains his belt yes. and hits the big bang catastrophe on Finn Balor for the W. And then we see Adam Cole come out of the ring and both chairs are lifting their belts in the stand out for the winner take all in two weeks' time. So this is gonna be great. Um I like I really like this match because I always want to say that Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano they, they need a one on one match them themselves. It was it's been long overdue since the first time, so we haven't really gotten that. So let's see what they're really gonna take off with this. Um Keith Lee, the right person, should win, especially if he was the breakout star of 2019. And he really got that rocket ship, that rocket on uh, the jetpack on the back of him, and he's gonna take the fuck off. So kudos to him. Um, three point seventy five stars. So the overall show I give NXT is a three. Mm. Okay, I um, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna give this shit a four point two because I love a. Uh, I respect Gorgano and I respect Vibela, but. Right now, it's the brother's time, man. And he played this match to perfection. Um, he showed his athleticism. Um, and like I said, when his first initial meet in front of Brock Lesnar, and the first thing Brock Lesnar said was, damn, you're a big boy. And then you pushed him to the limits. Like, I knew for a fact that this dude, Keith Lee, was going to be a problem. And he's proven everything that I'm saying. And last night was just the stamp and the icing on the cake. It's about time that brothers start getting the recognition as a heavyweight contender to get that kind of respect. For you to be 340, 6'3", and you jumping around the ring like that, and you have that much agility, thank you. Thank you for putting that big, big... Uh, uh, statistic to the side. Like, big people can't be agile and mobile and jump all over the place. Yes, the fuck you can. And we could do it better than the rest. Uh, this was not only a stamp, but this was also a movement. Um, 
because he's going to be double champion. That's going to look right for him to have the North NXT and the NXT title to where he can leave possibly undefeated as a champion for a while and head into one of the main shows to where he can go against the likes of others that we've been so dying to see. I want to see him go against the likes of a, um, you know, Seth Rollins or Braun Strowman or a Sheamus or guys like that. Like, I want to see Keith Lee get pushed more because he's ready. That nonchalant smirk, that infamous black smirk, like, hi, right, motherfucker, you keep playing these games and think you going to whoop my ass? It's all right, bro. Step across that line and see what happens. And that, and that's the vibe that I get from Keith Lee. It's no disrespect to the other two fighters, but we see what they can do. You know, Finn Baylor, he has his accolades, first universal champion, intercontinental champion, the whole nine. Uh, Gazzano, he, he's, he has his accolades as well. But right now, this is Keith Lee's time. This is his time to shine. This is his time to take it to the limit. And you're, you're going to see the best of Adam Cole. But that whole 380-something day reign is coming to an end, bro. And guess who's taking it? A black man. I'm all for that shit. Fuck everything else. This is a powerful statement right now for what we're dealing with. This is a good time to see a difference. Okay, yes, you held the belt for over a year. That's fine. Kudos, Adam Cole. You did your shit. Now, let this brother add the flair to it. Because he's about to take this shit up another notch. You know, and I, I'm looking forward to it. Then that's when you see guys like Bronson and 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 uh, Cross come in the mix as far as getting that, that, that title championship because you have someone of the likes who can take that punishment and and put on a great show. Adam Cole, not knocking Adam Cole, but against a dude like Bronson and Karrion Cross, he's going to get fucking destroyed. And that's where they're leaning towards someone who can who can take the pain but also dish it out. So kudos. This is a great, great fucking match. I give the show a solid three and a half stars. Decent All right. show. All right. As far as the um fancy booking match, the only thing I will probably want to change was that ending to that um Raquel goes on oh, the Raquel Rodriguez and uh, Dakota Kai since she was she since I thought she was taking shots at EO. Same way how EO Springboy came out of nowhere when it came to Sasha Banks and Bailey. I thought she should I thought she should have done the same thing when it comes to them too. And boom. And when it still came out on top, like, yeah, all right. So it could be anybody, any place at any damn time. She's gonna be one of those champions. That's the only thing that I want to see. The same thing. Like saying, like, yo, we haven't seen Eve Shirai for one week now. So, at least that much. That's what I would have changed. Uh, I would change that one. I agree with you the same way. I would change that one. And I would change that whole match between Dexter Loomis and Strong. I want to see what this dude Loomis got. Like, all I keep hearing is about his abductions and shit like that. And then the sleeper hold or the hold that he puts people in. Um, I want to see something more, something different. Also... I don't think you mentioned it, but I can't wait to see this four-way match that's coming up next week. 
that uh for the uh, number one contender uh for the women's match. Who the fuck is that Asian chick, bro? That bitch is bad, bro. I, I think you know who I'm talking about. I can't listen. I'm not familiar with the NXT oh. names. There's a four way match that's that's a, a fatal four way that's coming up next week for the number one uh, contender women's for the women's uh, number one contender. And I mm. think her name is like Neil Ying or Yim Kim or something like that. Kim Mia Yim. Yo, bro, she is bad, bro. Oh my God, she's bad, bro. What's up with all these badass Asian women coming into the mix, bro? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, bro. Like, it's like it's like AEW got the yams, but then WWE got the looks, like the goods and the glamours. Like, what the hell's going on, like, bro? Like, y'all y'all battling tits and tits and looks, man. Like, what's going on with this shit? Mm-hmm. It's like. Like okay, all right, but no, I, that's the only thing I would change. I wouldn't change nothing else. I, I'm, I'm actually happy from the mid card to the end of this, uh, uh, the end of the show. Um, I was looking forward to this three way match, and I, I wasn't disappointed. So shout out to NXT for kind of keeping the flow, putting everything in the right spots. But um, that would be I. The only thing I change is the same thing that you said. I would agree. I wouldn't. Twist to change anything. I would have liked more of a move set um, to see what the other girls could bring to the table instead of them being tossed like rag dogs. But it is what it is. You can't fake the fuck, but I get it. Sir, that's the end of our show. Uh, Thank you to the listeners. Thank you for your support. Thank you. Please share. Share our episodes, please, man. Let our numbers grow. Hashtag road to a thousand plays right here. We're close, man. Please, man. Please support, 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 support. Um, please follow us on social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, off the top row podcast. You can type that in the search bar. Um, and also, you can find us here on Anchor. And you can also find us on Google Podcasts, Breaker Podcasts, Radio Public Podcasts, Spotify, and Twitter. I mean, and SoundCloud, excuse me. Shout out to our fellow member, Wise One, for his upcoming podcast coming soon here on Anchor. The plugins get the hell out of here. And you'll hear from us again Saturday for, for Friday's SmackDown. All right. Well, shout out to, to, to everyone listening. Uh, shout out to the fellas, the fellas that were here and not here. Shout out to Youngblood and Karu and Will and JD and... Uh, Yana and everyone else uh, uh, that are listening or could be a part of it, I appreciate Anchor for allowing us to really kind of uh, set a tone, man. And this this is going to keep going off. The more we we bring the fire, the more plays we're going to get, and it's going to keep getting better. Um, shout out to Shiz, man, for being the host and, and starting something smooth and great, man. This is a great thing that you're doing, man, and it only get better. Uh, and I uh, can't wait to see what happens, man. And looking forward to the next show. Uh, let's hope that SmackDown uh, ends it ends the week on a high note. Uh, and uh, we can move on to the next following week, man. So that's all I got to say, man. It's your boy, Uncle Fetch, man. One love to all y'all. Y'all be easy and greasy, man. That's one beloved talk show host was told me was so she was so many people around the world back in the day when the black boxes were popular. And now he is a judge. Take care of yourself and each other.